The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. Hello, hello. Whoa, my microphone was away from me, y'all. Dang, y'all just gonna let me start like this? Welcome in to Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, right here in the SWBC studio. I'm Nicole Hutchison, alongside Aisha Morrison and Jasmine Jess was so right. I should have just turned the whole chair. That was way more difficult it than it needed okay. to be. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Y'all was really gonna let me talk away from the microphone. I didn't see like it. I was trying to hold hold up my own life over here on this chair. <laughs> Trying to prove a point. Just, I just didn't like work out in my favor. What is it's going my on? fault. <laughs> <laughs> I just take the blame. I'm sorry. It is okay. How y'all feeling, ladies? Good. Yeah. It's been a it's been a week. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, especially with a game like this, I'm just being honest. It's been hard to <laughs> yeah pull yourself up and everything, but um, just finishing strong today yeah. and looking for a dub on Sunday. I can imagine yeah. that's how the guys kind of feel too. It's just hard to like get up and be like we got a game on Sunday. I asked <laughs> one of the guys about that and they said mm. it really just depends on the circumstances especially mm. too it, I, I, I guess it does matter to player to player because some mm-hmm. players are playing to stay elevated some players are staying to continue to get snaps Mm -hmm. so even small like even games where we're just like oh this is this is a one in 18 whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. the matchups are favorable there's other there's gentlemen that have certain things that they need to do you know to trend in the right direction so also too we talked about it these last these next three games are so pivotal to uh uh playoff Mm -hmm. contention and stuff like that so it seemed like a meh week but it's not a meh week it's yeah. a, it's important still you know it's division it's also conference mm-hmm. game so it's important Dig-a-da. yeah sugar dig-a-da. sorry let me okay. this a little bit <laughs> just just get your life together yeah it's okay. uh we also have some great news again mm-hmm. um everyone was full participant except for tyron smith but that's something that we should, we should expect for the rest yeah. of the season um just making sure that he's staying healthy again like you mentioned yesterday mike mccarthy said that this was his best game last weekend and the weekend before that just giving him yeah. that rest he looks so good um, he looks really good yeah the look yeah keep Crazy. him healthy keep him fresh if that you part. need to take those veteran do rest days you i don't do. care take you take them and and here's the thing we we really do get to see um what these guys do in practice and i, I mm-hmm. don't take it for granted at any point but when they were indoors i believe it was last week and tyron was working out on the side and yes. uh, i think he was listed with an illness at that point we were like, oh, okay, you know, he's taking he's taking a rest day. He's probably mm-hmm. going to come up on the on the report as not participating. And then all of a sudden, you heard just like this smash, and we turn to the side, and he's there just wrecking that big metal yeah. thing that they do mm-hmm. their like warm ups with. And we're like, he's fine, mm-hmm. yeah. So even if you see veteran rest day on those practice reports, I think it's just so important to remember that it doesn't necessarily mean he's not being productive. Like yeah. Tyron's not sitting there just being like. Uh, what's going on on Twitter? Like, he's not doing that. Like, these guys still have a job to do, and they still work. And when you talk to him Mm -hmm. and you see his work ethic and the intensity that he works with, it's very purposeful. So even when he's taking these veteran rest days, guarantee you he's not just sitting there 
doing nothing, whether it be, you know, exercising his mind or anything like that. It's how these players operate. It's still their job. Um, but, yeah, good news with the practice report today. Yeah, and also in locker room, um, I know you guys got to talk to a couple of guys. Mm, yeah. Who do you all want to touch on first? I'll kind of leave it open to you guys. What's up? You go first. No, I mean, first. well, I mean, first, I mean, yeah. okay. I talked to Aisha in the locker room. <laughs> Please. Um, she gave me a lot I mean, of good, interesting stuff. I had the, uh, <laughs> I touched base with Kevontae Turpin. Yeah. Um, obviously, was, was baby, I don't know what's, what's in the water, but he, he must be built different. You understand? Because I, seeing that injury and even going back in the film and seeing the way he got hit, yeah. you, mm-hmm. for him to be able to bounce back and be able to be in practice is important. Um, he's becoming an element of this offense that I think is, uh, good when when they use him but i will say i was talking to him about the uh punt thing that we kind of touched base on yesterday Mm -hmm. and he gave me some clarity about the situation um he said that even though you know some of his kicks are um, the the punter for uh the panthers decker decker i think it's decker um my bad i I should know because i did it (laughs) i asked you this morning yeah. It's okay. We get yeah. yeah. We, we got Panthers you. Panthers punter. There Sorry. we go. Hecker. 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 Touch base with him about Hecker. He told me that even though some of his kicks are not within the ten or they're, they're not inside the ten, it doesn't mean it's not impactful because of the way he's kicking the ball. We've learned that with Christy. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's telling. He told me that what they're doing is that they're kicking the ball very high, and that allows the punt you know, coverage team to get mm-hmm. down there. And it and also, too, he said it, it depends on how the ball spins, mm-hmm. how they – and so there's just other factors that play into getting good returns, but he did acknowledge that, yes, like they when – when they are punting a lot, there are more opportunities for you to have good returns, and mm-hmm. I definitely foresee them punting uh, – the Panthers punting a lot this week. So yeah. looking for some good returns, looking for some good starting field position, which is something mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys are starting to improve on mm-hmm. because – Starting in your own eight, five, whatever has just yeah. ne- there's not when you talk to people and I'm sorry to just go so long, but I, no, you're good. when you talk to some people, Don't there's apologize. not a lot of plays. <laughs> there's not a lot of plays that are mm-hmm. designed for being backed up in your end zone. Mm-hmm. There's just not like your playbook gets cut in half like a lot when you're that backed up. So with them getting good starting field position, you can see that the offense flourishes more when they're not pinned mm-hmm. in the in their own end zone. But with that though. Even though they haven't had to have long field situations the past games, um, y- you can now trust that this offense can drive downfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a that's also a yeah. really positive thing. That and I've I think seen. Dak Mitch actually on sounds of the sideline. I believe he says something like, "See a 92 yard drive or something like that." Like, <laughs> yeah. Words. And um and yeah and and again. I, I'm always going to ask for a short field because the thing about mm-hmm. the NFL and we've seen it is that teams, when they teams make you go the length of the field, they're betting on the fact that you're going to make a mistake. There's going to mm-hmm. be a hold. There's going to be a penalty or something of that nature. So yeah. shorter fields just lessen the opportunity to have those mistakes. Mm-hmm. And it's just always beneficial for your offense to get as close as possible to, to mm-hmm. their to the opposite end zone. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, special teams matters. I they mean, do. We've talked about it over they and do. over, and um, I, I think with Terp, uh, especially, we we don't necessarily know anything that's going to happen yet. But it is a good indicator that he is back in practice. We saw him at practice this morning taking mm-hmm. punt returns, um, and just Aisha standing next to me. She goes, "Is that man bionic?" I mean, <laughs> he definitely just has. You wouldn't know that mm. this man was injured and not playing the weekend before based on uh, what we did get to see in practice today. And so um, 
it's also going to be very interesting. So you're talking about field position, but something that I'm keeping a very close eye on in this game and I know beating a dead horse, but penalties and Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy talked about it this morning um, is asking, you know, how can you, how can you kind of ensure a road win? Because this team does need one. Um, And he said, first, it starts with cleaning up penalties. Um, Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Uh, Let's see. And, and, um, Sorry, lost my train of thought. You get penalties. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. No. Nope. It's gone. Road. Oh, it's back in the station. <laughs> All right. Train is back here. <laughs> okay. Talking about cleaning up penalties. And then he said, uh, how I thought this was an interesting yeah. little nugget from McCarthy, too, is he talked about the beginning of the game being the most vital, especially in the road games, because mm-hmm. that's when the crowd is the loudest. That's when everyone's the most hyped. Everything's kind of equal playing field at that point. And then you kind of go from there. But... He did say they are expecting a lot of Cowboys fans at this game. So mm. if y'all are over there in Carolina. What you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is actually like a homecoming for Jalen Brooks. We don't yeah. know if he'll actually, um, mm-hmm. you know, get some playing time. Hopefully he does. Yep. Um, and when I got to talk to him today, I asked him, like, for games like these, when you're hoping to, you know, get some playing time like last week, um, he, I said, how do you handle, like, the ups and downs? Because in the offseason, right, he made a name for himself and then was activated, didn't really get any touches, and then now you're finally getting your first career uh, reception. And so he was like, well, me and the other guys, like, Deuce, you know, we really stick together. We kind of help each other in, like, moments like these. Yeah. Um, but he's like, it'll be my homecoming. Like, I know my family's going to be there, so I'm ho- I'm hoping to at least get some um, playing time. But he was like, probably won't find out until, like, two hours before. But it's okay. And yeah. I'm like, it's okay. You got this. Uh, but no, I mean, for he's guys. He's a good one. He's a good one. He's, he's a, a really good one. Good one. Just, mm-hmm. um, he he caught our eye in training camp. He was somebody yeah. that we were talking about back in training camp and getting to talk to him now here, just such a good, humble guy. Mm-hmm. He's he's the kind of guy that he understands what his role is in this team. He understands to take uh, advantage of those opportunities when he does get them. And you hear that a lot, especially in terms of younger players yeah. that are in a stacked room. I mean, there's a lot of guys ahead of him that are going to get the ball first. And so for him to make such an impact Mm -hmm. with the limited opportunities that he has had up until this point, I think speaks a lot about where he's at now, the growth he's made since he's gotten here and the projection that he can make if he continues on that path. So yeah, yeah, I'm glad you brought him up. Oh yeah, no problem. That's it. JB. Shout out my boy, JB. JB. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, let's go ahead and talk about this game. Um, we got a question asked earlier in the week. Mm. We didn't really, I don't think we really answered that question. But we kind of touched on, on it a little bit. The one on Twitter. Do we feel like this is a trap game? I know. I, I know I hate that term, too. I hate that term so much. It's okay. Word. Yeah, I don't like that word either. But do we feel like it? No, because, again, like, touching base with <clears throat> quite a few of the guys in the locker room, especially even hearing Micah talk mm-hmm. about the Cardinals game and what happened there and – you know, being on the road, it, it seems like they understand yeah. that they can't do that again. And he mentioned the bad taste that it left in their mouth and mm-hmm. everything and what it felt like to be, you know, dominated in that way. So it's like, no, but also, too, to circle back to, you know, can, playoff contention and mm-hmm. seeding and stuff is this ain't that time. Yep. Like, you you have to lock in during this time. These games right now are so pivotal um, for the overall success. But also, too, continue – the train, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they've they've started finding success offensively and stuff. And you mentioned it yesterday, Jess. I love that you did when you mentioned that Mike, that they didn't take the foot off the gas. And Mike McCarthy talked about that in the presser, mm-hmm. that when they have had these games where the third quarter was dominant and then they ended up sitting guys in the fourth quarter, the offense 
did nothing for the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. And so he said he wanted these guys to continue to play hard and continue to be productive because you, you know you're going to need your young guys yeah. down the stretch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they got the fresher legs, just keep it a buck. And so you're going to need those guys to be contributors. So for me, they they don't have room to be like, oh, we chilling. Yeah. Like, no, mm -hmm. you got to go take care of this thing because losing to the Eagles and losing to the 49ers and losing to the Cardinals has put them in a position to where they control their destiny. Mm -hmm. They have to, mm -hmm. well, they, they have, they <clears throat> control it. But then there's some other things that have to happen as well. So they need to just be focused on winning. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's a trap game. I no, hate that term hate so, it. so much. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, when you look at this Panthers team, um, <clears throat> offensively, they struggle. We know that. Mm -hmm. Defensively, they don't struggle as much as people are trying to make it seem like. Defensively, this is going to be a good challenge to continue to see <laughs> a, a few things from this Cowboys offense, whether it be ball distribution, play calling, scheming <clears throat> things, especially when it, in terms of establishing a run. I think this is another really important game. And um, kind of looking at the progression of how the season has come to be and when you had the Giants last week, which was a favorable mm -hmm. matchup for the run, and then this one again, it's a it works in the Cowboys' favor to yeah. get that established within these next two weeks mm -hmm. as you progress forward for the rest of the season going forward with that schedule. And so, I mean, no, it it's not a trap game. It, it's If you go in there, you take care of business, you determine how loud the stadium is going to be, Go fix up the silent count, which you know they do. Yeah. Uh, they were doing the ball drills outside today of the wet ball drills, just in case that yeah. they, the tight ends told me they do that every time. It's going to be outdoors, just in case. Get their hands a little mm -hmm. cold, get it, get it wet, so that way um, they're prepared for really any kind of weather condition that can come. So, no, I think if you play a clean game and keep possession of the football, no fumbles, no interceptions, all of that goes into play. Use this game as your springboard to continue what you've been doing. I, yeah. I don't think it necessarily – yeah, I don't see it being a trap game. I think we all hate the word trap game. I um, hate that phrase. I just feel like at the rate that these guys are playing now and the confidence that they have right now within themselves, I don't think it's a trap game only because – I don't think there's anybody that can stop this team right now. Themselves. Themselves. Mm. Other than themselves. Um, Self-inflicted wounds, like penalties, like Jess said earlier. Um, missed tackles, missed assignments, yes. like you mentioned yesterday. That's the only thing that can really stop this team. Um, and I feel like that's something that Dak even has really touched on. They're, they need to just run their own race. Yes. Um, and, yes. and I like that model for this group. Um, yeah, I, I don't think... There's a team with the way that these guys are playing aggressively, offensively, um, and disciplined defensively. I don't, I don't think there's a team that can stop this team. So, hopefully, they can carry it over. Um, as far, well, let's go ahead and take our first break. I'm sorry, y'all. We're gonna go ahead and take our first break. We'll be right back. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled to perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. 
That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Light is your 2023 Cowboys fan of the year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of NFL fan of the year presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at NFL.com slash fan of the year. Go help our guy Sean out. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Team Sean. Yes. Woo. Team Sean. If you're listening, we're Sean, Team Sean. We're, we're <laughs> Team you. <laughs> Sorry. We're here. We're right My bad. <laughs> Aisha's sick of us. All right. We're Team Sean, too. Want our guy to win. <laughs> How Kiki say? I don't even know who this man is. <laughs> I, I'm just playing. We, we with you, Tom. We Team Sean. <laughs> we all Team Sean. All right, ladies. Uh, still talking about this offense. Oh, um, he's a, oh, he, oh, mm-hmm. oh, he's a service. He's, he, he's a firefighter. He's, he's, he's a first on front lines. He's important. Period. Respect. Go vote it's for him. Go vote for him. I'm going to log Sean. in right now. Let's see. NFL.com slash fan of the year. Okay. I'll, I'll do it during okay. break. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are Team Sean, repeating it. Um, back to this offense, mm-hmm. Cowboys offense. Um, we were kind of talking a little bit about it off camera, people that are listening. Yes. Um, but something like along the lines of what I mentioned yesterday was that the Cowboys staff is starting to know their personnel. Um, and when you talk about this offense, um, you know, Aisha, you're pointing out how they're starting to line B. Cooks inside the slot. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like he's more effective in the slot or on the edge? I don't even know if it's the effectiveness. I feel like it helps with spacing. Mm-hmm. And also, to C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb's done a lot of work in the slot because you're finding favorable matchups in the slot. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks is going to be a favorable matchup because he's so speedy, and it's, it's a really a struggle for linebackers or, or even yeah. some corners to be able to get their hands on him. So he's getting more free releases and things like that. But it also, too, is because of how coverage is being dictated to C.D. Lamb. Mm. And when C.D. Lamb's at the X, again, it opens things up spacing-wise and it allows it allows these guys to do more work in the intermediate routes and stuff. A lot of this has to do with uh, Jake Ferguson also mm-hmm. coming along as well. So, mm. But... I think a lot of it is just the fact that they they see CD can work inside, outside. So he's been able to do that, but they're doing it yeah. more now. And um, the way that people are rolling coverage, it allows Brandon Cooks to be able to do more in the intermediate size of things. But there's just favorable matchups for a mm-hmm. speedy guy like that because, I mean, if you have a nickel safety, maybe. But yeah. if you got a linebacker on this guy, it's, it's no curtains. Chance. It's curtains, and even if you do have a nickel corner that can cover him, there's still ways you can create more conflict and get him open. You know, mm-hmm. rub routes and and you know crossers and stuff like that, as opposed to on the outside. Typically, it's mm-hmm. you go win, which is what CD Lamb's allowed to do. So yeah. they're just finding ways to get him the ball, and it just kind of speaks to them, like you said, figuring out their their guys, but also to 
there was an effort to get him involved, mm -hmm. what's going to happen is it's going to help you on film, too, because people are going to be like, dang, they putting Brandon Cooks in the slot, too. They're yeah. interchanging mm -hmm. CD and him. Yeah. It puts a lot of stress on your defense as well. So hopefully they continue to do things like that and open up this, mm -hmm. this passing offense. Yeah. Who else do you feel can be... I guess, interchange within that slot position? Um, I mean, obviously, Ferg can do some work there. Mm -hmm. uh, Turpin, mm -hmm. I would love to see Turpin do some slot work. I mean, we've seen him do a little, but he... Any guy that's fast <clears throat> yeah. is going to exhaust people in the slot. And yeah. because that's... It's it's and also too it just creates it creates so much conflict for these uh, corners especially if they're playing man yeah to be able to fight through that traffic and go make tackles or whatever and so I would say those those gentlemen and then obviously Jake I mean I can't think of who else could I mean I would like to see we talked about it you talked about it yesterday Tony Pollard. Oh. Okay. even more not necessarily in the slot but just mm -hmm. as a receiving option mm. to get him more involved there because that's a part of his game that I feel like is not being yeah. nurtured right now yeah. and it needs to be so yeah it's just it's just quicker quicker things that yeah. you can do from there and Sean McVay kind of showed the blueprint on how to he did. He I really did. Yeah. He really he like their offense and what he did with Cooper Cup mm -hmm. really changed to me how people are finding favorable matchups in the slot and it's just so much more you can do there just so much more you can do there and and get guys free releases and stuff as opposed to them being on the outside and just having to win on their own. Is there anything about this Panthers defense that um, I wouldn't say scares you guys or I, I guess concerns you? Is that maybe, maybe more so the word? No. I, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything, but no, yeah, yeah. I, I, I will say, though, like I said, they're ranked eighth right now yeah. in the NFL, so it's not like they're a horrible defense to mm -hmm. go up against by any means at yeah. all. And so that's why it's going to be very important for this Cowboys offense to have a quick start. Mm -hmm. And especially, you know, you're talking about first position, <coughs> first possession of yeah. the ball. Don't go three and out on your first possession. Just mm -hmm. get ahead of things. Score quickly. That's what I want to see from this mm -hmm. Cowboys offense mm -hmm. because I feel like the slow starts that's such kind a of line. just linger on into that third quarter when you don't need it to. On both sides. On both, yeah. both sides Defense of the ball. and offense, you need a faster start. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, right. And if you want to win that time of possession battle, which isn't always always um, necessarily a battle you need to win, but in this game, again, if you want to win this game like you should, start early, score quickly, yeah. and create turnovers, too. And we're talking about the Cowboys' defense on that side of things, but creating turnovers and those big plays that mm -hmm. they're very notorious for. And so I think what you're going to start seeing is a lot of those younger guys that – you know, maybe, I don't know, the Panthers offense try to take advantage of yeah. in ways. But, you know, guys like a Sam Williams, perfect example, that are going to make those plays because, like we talked about yesterday, mm -hmm. everyone's doing everything they can to neutralize Micah Parsons. That's yeah. not going to stop. That's definitely not going to stop when you yeah. have a struggling offense like the Panthers have right now either. They're going to put everything mm -hmm. into being like, uh-uh, Micah, you stay away from our guy, please. <laughs> um, but, but that, again, uh, that opens up what others around Mike are able mm -hmm. to do. I think Sam's a perfect guy to talk about in this. Mozzie, we saw flashes of Mozzie last week too in terms of uh, the Cowboys defense that these younger guys are starting to get their footing a little bit more. And it's so obvious that everyone's just mm -hmm. really on the same page together. So for me, faster start, yeah. um, scoring early, and then on the defensive side of the ball, make them go three and out. Keep them behind the sticks. Don't even allow them to get into the red zone at any point and you'll You'll be solid. How good would it be to just see those guys sitting in the fourth quarter again? It would be nice. Yep. It would be nice. Be nice. Um, it's possible. Uh, mm -hmm. I, to, to answer your question, yeah. though, um, gentlemen that 
can give you some trouble on mm -hmm. the defensive side. I mean, Brian Burns is a player. He's their linebacker. Um, he's one of their linebackers. Um, they rush him a lot. They Sometimes they use him on the edge. So when you look at Terrence Steele, had a really good, you know, bounce back game last week. Um, I do expect for them to possibly try to find some favorable matchups with Brian Burns mm -hmm. rushing the passer. He has five sacks this year. Um, and also, too, Deion Jones is their um, inside linebacker. He's a player as well, but they're not getting a lot of help from their defensive line because we talked about yesterday how I was like, I was like, Ben don't don't break, but bend, uh, <laughs> bend, bend, break. bend and snap. Like, yeah. um, oh, so I was man. looking. I mean, my, my I guy Skywalker Steele from um, A to Z Sports, great guy. Um, he kind of talked, we were talking, but he, he mentioned that, yeah, he mentioned just why their passing defense looks the way that it looks. Because we yeah. saw yesterday, like, it's six to. Well, that's because teams are not passing the ball yeah. because they understand that they can run the ball yeah. on this team consistently. Just mentioned yesterday they're like dead last in the NFL mm -hmm. in run defense. So um, I, I do think that the Cowboys will take advantage of the opportunity to run the ball in this game. And I, to your point, <clears throat> Jess, I do think that's healthy because yeah. the run game really is the, the only part of the offense that we're looking for to consistently mm -hmm. be better. Um, yeah, their defensive line, they have a few guys on their defensive line that can play, but just as a unit, they're not getting it, it done. It puts yeah. a lot of stress on their linebackers to be perfect. And also, too, it, it makes their secondary have to be so tuned into what's going on that sometimes they get caught peeking in the backfield as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... I, I mean, from as far as their defense goes, they have players, and it is the more... Um, the more formidable side of their their team right now but even in that yeah if you can run the ball on them yo just do it establish I mean, yeah. the run establish the run the pass will come it'll probably be there too but just you know butter your bread where it's where it's supposed to be like just do that like don't don't yeah. take it don't try to hold much, do a whole bunch of extra stuff if you don't have to mm -hmm. i mean teams are giving up i mean they've yeah Teams are getting almost four yards a carry against this mm -hmm. this this front. They've given up uh, almost 130 yards yeah. a game, baby. Out of their nine games, got seven out of their nine games, they've given up 130 yards yeah. a game. We, we, we've been asking for the run game to kind of get on track. We kind of seen mm -hmm. some talk to Tyler Biotis today. Yeah. Some of the things that they're starting to figure out that they can do. Yeah. I expect for that. To continue. Have you, I don't know if you guys had the chance to notice that, but did y'all see, um, looking on the film, the Bears just running it up the middle? Running up the middle every single time. Yeah, their DTs I mean, get turned. Yeah. And their just linebackers. Gotta exhaust them. Yeah. 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 How, how big will that be for the Cowboys to do that? Because you're seeing them be more creative, yeah. a little run outside zones, but now it's like, why not just run it up the middle every single time and wear them down? To be honest, it's the favorable matchup, so do it. And yeah. especially in you're talking about, we talk about the game of confidence all the time. Mm -hmm. That's not something that's necessarily worked in favor of Tony Pollard or really Rico Dowdle up until this point. So <laughs> if you can establish a way to do it with this team yeah. and you don't have to give the Panthers any unscouted looks for what you're able to do on the outside zones with the run game, mm -hmm. then do it in this game. So that way, again, you're utilizing what's in front of you with those favorable matchups in this run game. I mean, There's, in my opinion, if you can do it, do it. They're still going to pass the ball around, I'm sure. Might as well. It, but, There's going to be a little bit of everything. But, <laughs> but yeah, it is going to be a little bit of everything. But, yeah, just looking at their run defense, their guys just... 
They don't always have good gap integrity. They get caught looking in the backfield. They can be um, fooled with some of the misdirection, stuff like that. Yeah. I, mean, I also feel like they don't have a guy that can easily diagnose what opposing mm-hmm. offenses are doing from what I've seen. And 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 it's not even like it's partially that, but it's also too is like the linebacker position, football's a machine. In my that's how I look at it. And if your defensive line is not doing their part, yeah. It makes it so much harder on your linebackers. It just really does. Yeah. And so those linebackers are playing for their life. Not only that, their defense is on the field so much yeah. that sometimes by the second quarter I saw they're tired because they're mm-hmm. on the field significantly more because this offense is really struggling to get going. They put them in some tough spots um, with short fields, with the turnovers yeah. and fumbles and stuff. It's it's a it's tough. It's tough. They're still trying to figure things out over there, to say the least. Switching gears to that offense, um, you got Bryce Young, who's a young quarterback, mm-hmm. really struggling. Um, I wouldn't say it's not more so on him. I feel like they haven't really like surrounded him with a lot of good talent um, and built that team around him. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, do do y'all feel like I think we kind of touched on this a little bit yesterday about his mobility and what he can do Um, is that something still a concern as far as this Cowboys defense because you know earlier in the year we did see them struggle with a little bit more mobile quarterbacks no not necessarily there's definitely been improvement and I think um, something that should give you hope is the consistency that this team has had with tackling well and not allowing that yak yardage to really be a factor against them Mm. in these kind of games and sure tackling will take you a really far uh, way in this game and that's something that this Cowboys defense has done go back even Mm -hmm. since week one Um, so I think when you're tackling well you're communicating well no yeah Um, but you just can't allow those big plays to happen, right? And and I think that's what it comes down to is that's something Dan Quinn always talks about as well is not allowing the explosive plays or the really big chunk plays to, to come out of it. Yeah. And so I think, again, if you want to look at little details and, and seeing the improvement that this team has made is not allowing any kind of mobility mm-hmm. to get, you know, third and ten not allowing a first down at that point and yeah. keeping them as far behind the sticks as you can. Get Bryce Young a little flustered. Let him know your presence and yeah. then let things fall where they may because they're what they're going to try to do at that point is they're going to try to rely on the run because mm-hmm. really, where is he going to throw the ball to in the backfield? You want a Duran Bland or yeah. do you want a Stephon Gilmore or do you want to get a sack off of the edge rush that's mm-hmm. going to come towards you with a Micah Parsons, a, a Tank, a Sam Williams now, an Osa, a, a Hankins even. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different weapons that they can utilize. So I think if you force them to try to utilize the run in general, kind of uh, dim- diminish the passing game a little bit for him, I think that's a little more favorable but it also tests you and also tests that run defense that has been an an issue in the past i believe bryce young is actually like 32 30 something percent against pressure it's it's rough it's like it's it's like it's like like low 40s if i'm not mistaken yeah it's like low 40s yeah um we mentioned you talked about you know this i think this defensive line um we have a very aggressive defensive Mm -hmm. line they get like they like to get upfield they like to get sacks um when you look at a young guy like this that is still trying to 
um, learn defenses and be a you know a, a passer in this league. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and we saw this even with I think mean, I think it was with Philly. We've seen it with mobile quarterbacks. Sometimes it's better to contain. Yeah. And sometimes contain means yes, you're getting pressure, but it's not getting upfield. I, I, it's really d- difficult to explain. I, I can see it, but it's hard to explain. But where we would see them get upfield, rush the passer, go, go sack the quarterback, sometimes you see them get upfield, understand their leverage, and contain him and just stay in there. And it kind of collapses the pocket in a way. Mm-hmm. Or to also make him have to beat you passing the ball. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's not even just getting upfield because when when you don't have good rush lane integrity mm-hmm. a lot of the times these guys slip up the a gap they slip up the middle or whatever the case may be what's going to have to happen too is that the dns are going to have to stay set the edge and continue to make sure that they contain him inside the pocket because one thing he is struggling with is accuracy, delivering the mm. ball on time, reading defenses. So we might see sometimes where maybe on third down, they're after him, right? Mm. But first and second down, it's we're up to the line. We're for, like we're forcing them. We're we're and we're we're how does it forcing word? him to stay inside? Yeah, yeah. Like you're. I'm trying to find the word. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. yeah like so sometimes it's not all about chasing and making the tackle sometimes it's about containing keeping him inside the pocket Mm -hmm. and making him have to beat you that way and that also too can prevent some of Mm -hmm. the long runs and the escaping and stuff what's up i also want to point out he was on the injury report with a thigh thigh injury and it didn't say his participation for wednesday he was fully he fully participated today in uh, Thursday's practice, but that could also cut a lot of the mobility out too if he's dealing with some kind of thigh issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and Frank Reich, Frank Reich has a history of using the RPO and using a mobile quarterback and stuff, and it, I definitely think maybe they might try to implement some of that just to kind of get him going, yeah. kind of get him comfortable and things like that. But yeah, man, like this this defense has to be disciplined to say the least is it's it's just because like this guy's young and he's trying to figure things out because i know that when you see a young rookie quarterback and he's struggling with accuracy you want to go jump some routes Mm. you want to go make take some chances which Mm. is true and so they're gonna have to pick and choose their spots when they do decide to do those so he doesn't hurt you with his legs so he doesn't hurt you Mm. escape in the pocket i also want to point out too because we always talk about it on kind of this side of things when we're talking about um, we were talking about it the other day of getting uh, the right side of the line a little bit more help on the Cowboy side of the ball using the tight ends, mm-hmm. how that can take away from the passing game. I'm looking at this injury report right now and just kind of looking at their depth chart as well for the Panthers. <laughs> Hayden Hurst, questionable, uh, according to this depth chart, and I'm looking to see what he has right here. Concussion. Uh, concussion. And then you have Stephen Sullivan also dealing with an injury. Ian Thomas on IR. Your only tight end left you have is Tommy Tremble. Wait. Tremble? Uh, what's his name is that? Adam Thielen's um, not good to go? Because he's kind he of good. Well, he's a he wide receiver. I'm talking about I'm talking about tight You're ends. Just talking about tight ends. I'm talking about tight ends and helping getting them blocking. Yeah. Helping to establish that run and getting more help with this line that's already beat up. Uh the right guards uh on the list, the right tackles on the list, the right side of their line needs well, you help. May still get, you said Ian Thomas, did you say him? I did. He was just limited today. Oh. So I mean he you may you, you could. may get yeah. The point is, yeah. They don't have a lot of help yeah. when it comes to getting 
getting Bryce Young help to be. Can you hear me? It happened again. Oh, okay. Oh, no. We're gonna go ahead and take oh, our no. there. second break. Okay. There oh wait, we can hear. Oh, never mind. It's okay. Oh. We got you back. No, I was just going to say, Bryce Young needs help, and it yeah. doesn't look like they have a lot of uh, depth to help him with that run game. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, this offensive line, though, um, that's what they the cannot handle is. double teams. That's, like, that's half the problem. Like, like seriously. Is... They're just letting defensive tackles just get right past them. It's it's The center really struggles. He's given up quite a few sacks in the last yeah. however many years. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Barnacles. And they brought in, and it's crazy, too, because when you go look, they brought in some veterans just to be like, oh, maybe this will help stabilize our offensive line. False. No. False. It's not been that way. So there will be – that's why I said <laughs> – that's why I said the defense still has to be disciplined because I know they're probably looking their chops looking at this offensive line, but they still have to contain this young mm. guy because he got some burners on him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take our second break now. Yeah. Watch your girls take gr- – Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. (laughs) At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. holiday shopping the right way with all new Cowboys gear. Grab the best gifts for the best fans in the world uh, at your nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com a fanatics experience. Mm, Sounds like some holiday shopping I need to do. Yeah, Cowboys do have the best fans in the world. Coming from Houston, I have to admit it. Just saying. They're pretty fun. Yeah. I've been watching your Texans because I love me some D'Amico Ryans and I love to see him. It's cool to see him go down there and start to really change that culture and the Man. feel of that team. Also, too, I mean, got some former Cowboys over there that mm-hmm. are playing and, and making yep. the best out of their new roles in a yep. in a Tank Dell. That part. My favorite wide receiver. I'm not going to lie. I like C.J. Stroud so much. Oh, he's Just, a baller. I'm not he's gonna lie. a straight-up baller. I'm he's resentful as heck <laughs> the Texans after that last game, so I don't want to hear it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm good. You're bringing up really – this is not the week to bring up those memories. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. This is not the week. My bad. I'm, I'm a Cowboys feeling, girl now. I'm feeling a little bit of, sorry. like, the, the animosity I felt in the <laughs> Texans game where I was like, oh, it's fine, and then – Mm. The next day, the next day, we had to come on the podcast. We were like, "Well, they came out there and acted a fool." It was a Super Bowl. It was crazy. It was their Super Bowl. Oh yeah, let's do it. We got a game, y'all. Okay. So I I numbered the little pieces of paper in here, one through five. Okay. So basically, 
whatever. So I'll have let let you pull or whatever. No, no. Oh. <laughs> let you pull oh. first. <laughs> And then I'm going to go to Jess and then I get to pull. And basically, <laughs> and then basically, I'm going to ask a question um, and it'll be like just random questions about the game. Okay. While y'all were in unison. I we do that all the time. It's too much. <laughs> we talk too much. Okay. <laughs> what number is it? Two. Okay. Two ways, two drinks that you would describe this game, <laughs> this game as. Oh jeez! <laughs> like alcoholic beverages? It could be, it could be <laughs> sodas, alcoholic beverages, any drink, coffees, coffees, teas. There we go. Tea. Honestly, on a Sunday <laughs> where everything feels like it could go right, <laughs> sipping a little mimosa. Mm, I like that. I like <laughs> that. A little <laughs> mimosa. I like that. Will get me right. Okay, okay and then um, shibata. Let's see what else. And a non-alcoholic beverage. There you go. That has a little edge. Mm-hmm. A Izzy. A what? I've never had that before. What is an Izzy? A Izzy. It's like. A, <laughs> like what is that? An Izzy. Oh, oh yeah. We're sorry. We're sorry. Oh, wait, no, are no. those? Are they the little like flavored waters? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're just they're a flavored drink, but they're they're okay. carbonated. But I think they're like low cal. Low oh, okay. Well, I'll have to try it. Okay, sounds but cool. But it's just a chill Sunday, like okay. You ain't gotta get okay. make drunk. Okay, that's the first question still. So we'll go with what number you pulls. <laughs> what number you, you don't know it when Jazzy you see just it. whispers stuff in our ears and uh, can't always say it. All what about. you got? <laughs> oh, I got the same thing. A two. Is that, yeah, I got two. Pick another one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest. What? I was like, I really did. I'm glad you got that question, not me. <laughs> I got a three. I got a Brandon okay, Cooks. Go. I bet. N- no, it was, it was, it was, <laughs> it was the same, the same question. So now you got to give three. Three drinks. Three drinks. Come on. <laughs> that's not fair. So why do I have to draw? That's not fair. Okay, fine. Go for two. No, I'll go for three. Okay. Okay. Mama didn't raise no quitter. Okay. Um, number three. Three, three, three. Three drinks that this game reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go like a nice Arnold Palmer. Okay. Okay. I like that. Because it's sweet. <laughs> so it's a sweet, favorable matchup for the Cowboys. And then the zest from the lemonade's a little bit like. Mm, a little spicy. Oh, but. Mm. But what's going to happen? So mm. I'm going to go Arnold Palmer for one. I'm going to go. Hmm. <laughs> the stupid little three. <laughs> I'm really obsessed with this. Shut up, I'm gonna I go. wrote it. <laughs> it's just the way she held it up. It was so little, like. I'm going to go. I know, I need to put it down. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go water. Everyone needs some H2O in their life. Come because, on, hydrate. Okay. Because it will be a tall glass of water to get the first road win oh. uh, in a minute. So mm. I'm going to go water. Mm. And then my last one. We got a little <laughs> alcoholic beverage in here. Mm. We are going to go, uh, let's do a margarita. We're going to do a margarita okay. because it goes down smooth, but when it hits you, it's going to hit you. I like that. And so when the Cowboys are coming, They're coming. you're not going to see it coming, then it's going to hit you. Boom. Mm. There you go. Mm. Man, that was, that was hard to do. Pick you one. So- <laughs> <laughs> you looked so happy to do that. Oh, my God. Let's see. I know. You really were excited about that. I know. 
I can't wait to see what alcoholic drinks you say. Too. How many twos did you put in here, man? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Here. Okay, this one's three. All right. Here we go. I'm going to go. Hmm. <laughs> ASMR. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say shot of tequila. Oh, oh dang. <laughs> because right you gate. take it straight and the cowboy's straight up about the ball. Oh. I don't know who you are taking tequila with. <laughs> oh, goodness. That was a good one. Here we go. Here we go. Here perfect. we go. Here we go. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to do <laughs> Gatorade. Oh. Because it's so refreshing after a good workout, right? Mm. And it's going to be refreshing to see the Cowboys continue to carry on this play. Oh, it's the electrolytes, electrolytes for me. Hello. <laughs> Give me a little electro again. Electrolyte it up. No, no, okay. Mm. There we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. Okay, what's your last, last one? Let's go, let's go, let's go. You got this. Hmm. I'ma say no, she already said water. I'ma say Dang, the third one was hard. I was I was on a roll. Hmm, I'd say lemon drop. Because like Ooh. people doubt in the cowboys, right? So you doubt the lemon drop that it's gonna be like that perfect mix of mm. like sweet and lemony mm -hmm. and, yeah, they get yeah. you. and they and they get you right mm -hmm. it's like they doubt them they can't yeah. they can't carry this on right yeah but then watch them be seven and three this week watch, and watch what the you. lemon drop watch does to you, you. Oh, that part <laughs> Dude, people be trying to come at lemon drops i'm like like it's not a good dream they can be lethal <laughs> they can be <laughs> two or three of them say that mm. strawberry lemon drop too oh oh she she got fancy on us i know i'm like <laughs> Is it the puree mm -hmm. or is it the flavor? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies. Getting a headache that... just talking about all that. Oh, my I know, goodness. Right? All right, ladies. That's a wrap. I liked it. Right? Okay, Woo, we can that keep, was good. We can keep playing next week. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. That's a wrap for today's episode of Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see y'all on Monday. <laughs> Be cook season. <laughs> yes. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about yeah!